Hello, and welcome to Transformation by Truth podcast, where the call become the chosen and those who have been dedicated to serve the Most High receive the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth as we progress our quest for holiness, perfection, and everlasting life. My name is D.L. Anderson. I'll be your tour guide. Let's get started with today's lesson. Hello, my friends, D.L. Anderson here. Welcome back to Transformation by Truth podcast and the quest for holiness, perfection, and everlasting life. Today, we have another brief word from your host and a reminder that exciting times are on the way. The title of today's podcast is You Get What You Paid For. Do not be deceived. Elohim is not mocked. For whatever a man sows, that he shall also reap. Galatians 6, 7. The podcast objectives are reveal the importance of trust as it pertains to ministry, Reveal the connection between angels and the set-apart ones. And revisit the goal of ministry. Now, our first section is entitled, It's All About Trust. I concluded yesterday's podcast revealing the importance of trust as it pertains to ministry and those who are in leadership positions. I would like to progress that line of thought with an early interest point. Consider it faithfully. Trust is the foundation of every progressive relationship, especially those in which one party is in any way dependent upon the other. For example, ministry. Therefore, the primary objective of ministry should be to establish and maintain trust. Here lies a problem, namely, ministries and ministers all over this world are showing that they cannot be trusted by their actions and by their words. They are entering one of the most sacred offices and proving themselves as unfaithful and unworthy. Here's the question, how can you determine if a man or woman is betraying their office as a minister? The answer, the easiest way is to simply verify if they are practicing what they preach. This may not be obvious at face value, but I assure you it is true. I know because I've been in churches and assemblies where ministers, and those in leadership positions failed to practice what they preached, and I left them all. And every time I did, the Father allowed me to see the latter end of these false ministries. Every one of them has been and is being afflicted by a host of spiritual diseases, all of which have resulted in various tragedies. 
including premature death. Every time I saw the fate of these wicked men and women, the father made it clear to me that the only reason I was able to avoid these disasters in my life and in my family is because I left these false ministries before it was too late. Remember, each assembly is a spiritual entity. It is a singular organism that, over time, adopts the strengths and weaknesses of every member in the body. Here lies the problem. That is the quote-unquote spiritual DNA of ministers and leaders are more transferable than the rest. It is how all organisms of this nature are structured. Ergo, it is their strengths and their weaknesses that are generally being adopted by the rest. This, my friends, is why the conglomerate church is a failed entity and why the spirit called me out of it long ago. It's why I've forsaken family and friends to pursue a higher calling and to build a ministry that faithful men and women can believe in, led by men and women they can trust. Because at the end of the day, it's all about trust. It's like I said to my brother, when I refuse to be part of an assembly led by a man who openly sinned every week, I cannot trust a man who will not trust his God. Neither can you, my friend. Neither can you. Now, our next section is entitled, As the Angels in the Heavens. Here's a question. Above all else, what should you trust the ministry to do for you? The answer, you should trust that they are leading you into everlasting life. Here lies the inflection in the $7 million question. That is, how can a ministry lead you into everlasting life if they are continuing in sin and each one is living a life contrary to the Father's will? Now, here's a follow-up question that may provide even greater emphasis. That is, will the eternal kingdom of heaven be filled with sinners and all the spiritual diseases we are witnessing in the conglomerate church? The answer to both questions is simply no. The kingdom of heaven is not a safe haven for transgressors, and it will not be tarnished by their sin. Thus, we conclude these false ministries and those who follow them will not inherit everlasting life. Besides the obvious disassociation between eternal life and sin, there is another powerful witness to this truth. I will offer it as an interest point, and I trust you will never forget it. 
if you desire to be eternally saved. Those who inherit everlasting life will be as the angels, i.e. messengers of Elohim, who are currently with him in his kingdom. These are faithful beings who constantly execute the Father's will without hesitation or fail. Mark 12, 25-27 reads, When they rise from the dead, they neither marry nor are given in marriage, but are as messengers in the heavens. He is not the Elohim of the dead, but Elohim of the living. Here's a question. If those who are eternally saved are as the angels in that life, how can they be saved if they are not as the angels in this life? The answer is, they can. For the word of truth reveals, where a tree falls, there it shall lie. In other words, the spiritual quality you die with is a spiritual quality you are raised with, and that alone will determine your final destination. Now, our next section is entitled, The Goal of Ministry. This is why it is so important for the ministry to be centered on leading men and women into the spiritual image and likeness of Yahushua Messiah. As a perfect man, he is the blueprint of a life lived in obedient faith to the Father's will. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not naive. I'm not suggesting there are assemblies everywhere filled with perfect men and women who are as angels. What I'm saying is, that is the goal and the reason why the ministry exists. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Perfection is the realization of ministry. I have proven this with tens of witnesses throughout the scriptures and previous podcasts. I would advise you to listen to them if you haven't already. Here is the conclusion of the matter. Knowing the single spiritual requirement on everlasting life is perfection. The central focus of every ministry should be ensuring each of their members is on the path to achieving perfection and making progress on this path at a healthy rate. If they do, Three things will happen over time. First, those who were never true contenders will leave. Trust me, it's impossible for an unrighteous man to bear the condemnation of an assembly of righteousness. He will take himself out. This leads to the second event, i.e., now that all the stumbling blocks are out of the way, you will witness a constant spiritual increase in the quality of each member who stayed. These are the true contenders, 
the ones who were chosen. And this leads to the last event. That is, in the sure course of time, every member will be operating in the realm of spiritual perfection. This simply means they are all walking in complete obedient faith to the Father's will. They may not be angels, but on earth, they are the closest thing to it. And since they have proven themselves faithful till death in this life, they will have everlasting life. And this, my friends, is the goal of ministry. Now, here is the final word. In every scenario of life, you will get what you paid for. Along these lines, the cost to be members of all the false ministries in our world is not high at all. Like I said before, they are primarily interested in physical quantity. They are not champions of spiritual quality. Neither are they champions of the Father's will. Then you have me and the good men and women of Pinnacle Appointments Ministries, a ministry which I'm happy to say is growing every day. And we haven't even begun to advertise our podcast on a major scale. This lets me know that there are faithful men and women in our world who are in it to win it, who are prepared to do whatever it takes to enter into everlasting life and to walk in obedient faith to the Father's will, no excuses. What I want you to know is this. You have found a man who can and will lead you into everlasting life if you are prepared to pay the cost to get there. So stay tuned and stay ready, for we are yet very early in our day. Trust me, we are just getting started, and great things are on the way. Now, here is the assignment for today. As you have time, please go back and review all the podcasts from the preliminary phase in preparation for the quest ahead. And as always, please reach out to me directly if you have any questions at all. Now, here is what's next. We completed today's podcast, You Get What You Paid For. And the next podcast is TBD. I don't know what we'll cover or when I'll post it, but I will try to post it this week. Either way, I will be led by the Spirit, and I trust you will too. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Remember to tune in with us every Monday through Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern. And if you haven't already, visit us at www. 
www.pinnacleofholiness.com and make sure you sign up to join the quest for holiness, perfection, and everlasting life 2022.